podcast every week. I'll share leadership thoughts, books I'm reading, or tools I'm using to teach leadership skills. I believe everyone has influence. Every family, school, church, city, country is determined by its capacity for effective leadership. So let's jump in. Welcome to Leadership Podcast. I have a special guest with me today. Every once in a while, I like to bring in my dear, dear son and thinker and leader and pastor, Austin. And uh, sometimes we kind of overlap a little bit with Chuck. Today, we're we're overlapping in the sense that Austin is with me, but I want to give you leaders something to think about that I've been thinking about. And I asked Austin, I said, would you mind if you've been, you were a part of the of the like me throwing some things up against the wall and and seeing how it bounces off of you. So lately I have been thinking about what I call an energy triad and that is this this sense of energy where it comes from as we mix our lives into a life lived the God the with God life, the with Christ life. And that in his sovereign leadership of we leaders, he's constantly giving us challenges. He, I do believe, he offers up chart things that charge us up, and he's always growing us, forcing us to change. So one of the things I've been doing, the reason that this came about is, is the last number of months when I meet with a high school student, an athlete, there's a few of them that I mentor, I'll say, okay, what's your biggest challenge you're facing right now, this week? What's your biggest charge? What's keeping you going? What's motivating you? And then what's your biggest change you're going through? So, and that gets the conversation going. And last weekend at Open Mind Gym, which is our real journey part of the player's box training, we we covered this and there were tears as some of the students started, started talking about their challenges and so let's start with you, Austin. As, as I talk about that, the first one is, what is your biggest challenge you're facing right now? And what comes with that is the question, are you willing to say, I love this moment? Are you willing to say with James, consider it pure joy when you face challenges or trials of many kind? Because you know the testing of your faith develops perseverance. So if I were to sit and ask you that, we all need challenge. Even player's box is not so that students don't have challenge. It's how to steward those challenges for joy and for growth. Mm -hmm. So we sit down and we're having a cup of coffee. say, Austin, what's the biggest challenge you're facing right now that's stimulating you? It's the sand in the oyster. You know, yeah. I have a course your... coming up where I have twenty papers due in about two months. So Ooh, that's, that's a challenge. challenge. That's a challenge. It's that's t- a taught challenge. by one of the leading uh, scholars, Old Testament scholars in the world right now. Okay, so that's ones. one. Um, so that's a pretty daunting challenge. Yeah. Very, yeah. very, um, very demanding intellectually. Mm-hmm. Demanding for way the way you write emotionally. Mm-hmm. I think I don't. You know that I I kind of joke about that. I. Um, I write. Uh, that, I'm not well, joking about that. Uh, well, I mean, man. as far as as someone who has to write a 12-page paper every week, I don't. Yeah. I don't joke about that. Okay, well, that's serious business to me. The uh, I, I think there are just more personal challenges that are greater than you know, kind of BSing a, sure. a, something on Nehemiah. Sure. You know, I mean, sure. <laughs> that's that's easy, but um, but I I, I think 
the, the challenge to um, hold myself to the standard that I, I hold myself to that is that is Christ likeness, and um, that's a challenge every day to uh, fight what the, the what, what the nature that is constantly within myself to um, to prove myself and to uh, to not let my uh, the, my fruit be um, that I bear that to be used uh, personally to be used individually. Mm-hmm. I think that's a greater challenge mm-hmm. to to you know just uh, med- meditating and, and and knowing to a deeper level what uh, I am the least of these apostles is. So um, so yeah, I, I think just. Whole, I guess uh, a better, more succinct way of saying it, holding to living out the standard um, of which I've set for myself, mm-hmm. being consistent mm-hmm. with that standard and not getting lazy with it. Live a life worthy of the calling you have received, and of the mm-hmm. calling to Christ. Mm-hmm. Live a life worthy of that, reflects that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And do you, so from your standpoint, why is it important that we know our challenges and then we embrace those? Because that's the idea behind this, is that you can approach challenges with fear, mm-hmm. anxiety, or you can approach them with faith and intent. And that's the whole point, obviously, what we teach students, we teach leaders, I have to teach myself, and just embrace this challenge. I'm, you know, I'm, up, I'm awake at 3.30 this morning, it's 100 things going through my head, and I use that to pray. Mm-hmm. I, I use that to pray. I don't, I don't resent that. I use mm-hmm. that to pray. I'm, I'm leaning into that challenge, saying, "Lord, thank you that I'm awake right now and I have a clear mind and it's quiet and I can pray." Yeah. So for you, as a person who's wired to, you know, you run ten miles a day. You like challenge. Why is it important for our listeners as leaders to go head into challenges and not be daunted by them and and wilt? Remember, God told Joshua, you be strong and courageous. Mm -hmm. The Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, every day is a, have I not commanded you? Yeah. To be strong and courageous, he says again. Um, And so seeking those opportunities. Sports psychologist said in recent runner's world, our bodies don't know when we're comfortable. They only know when we're uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. So we will be in a state of entropy if -hmm. we're not in there a state go. of entelechy, of progressing forward, progressing oneself forward, and um, so you learn to embrace that soreness. Like I, uh, so yeah, when right? so my, positive, my, my I love positive. this moment for me is um, uh, pain is comfort. Mm-hmm. So and the reason I, it's it's four syllables, so I can. So my steps, pain is comfort, pain is comfort. Mm-hmm. So my, my last long That's run awesome. was, uh, was, my last long run was, I got, it was just one of those runs where it's not, you know, every 20, once out of every 20 runs, I feel like I got better. Mm-hmm. And it was 17 miles, hard pace, um, it was cold, my face was so cold. Um, and, and it was just a hard run. Mm-hmm. And the last four miles were just, um, were just those four syllables in my head. For yeah. I don't know, twenty eight minutes or so, pain is comfort. Pain is comfort. Mm-hmm. Pain is comfort. Pain is comfort, and uh, and that's that challenge I'm I'm going into that I'm I'm I love that accepting love yeah. it love it love it. So the next one is change. So then the challenge produces this force of change, and the question with this one is, am I willing to? And what mm-hmm. is what is then the 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 catalyzation of Growth 
in you so that you're not the same person a year from now as you are today, what is it that today you need to be willing to do to you know fill in that blank? So the first one is, am I willing to say, I love this moment, I love this challenge, I love this. The second one is, am I willing to say, I'm willing to do this? What is that for you today? And why is that important that we know to grow means challenge, but it also means intent. No one drifts into growth. No one. Mm-hmm. It's always an act of intention. Yeah. Yeah. What is that today? Well, there's a lot of things that um, that, ins- that inspire me too. That the, the urgency of, of what's, uh, I feel like my work is needed and our work is needed. Um, I think, uh, I mean, I mean, I'm just, uh, boy, I'm in, I'm encouraged by uh, the the hope I see in the world. I was just is, we were speaking about. It. I was just in Portland, Oregon, and just the the secular utopia, and um, and it's just it's all hollow. And so I, I was encouraged by just how um, how there's just no there seems to be no good fruit coming from that. But but people will be searching meaning and um, to ready myself for when. Um, it's coming, that comes for for mm-hmm. all of us and and our and our and our work in church as a whole, the, the whole um, church around the world. But um, but yeah, I, um, well, that's a good question. I don't know how does that work for you. Well, um, I was just listening to Ryan's Ryan Hawks. I saw did. him in the airport. Ryan Hawk. Did you really? In yeah, the Atlanta was, airport. Yeah. yeah. Okay, he uh-huh. was in Dallas uh-huh. last week. Yeah. And and uh, I know I referenced Ryan quite a bit on this, but because these shows overlap, the Learning Leader Show with what what our podcast does. But Ryan's podcast that went out yesterday was on the book sh- the book reveal, which I was at that. And one of the things I love Ryan said, I just he does got that old football ethic of just impressed with showing up. Mm-hmm. You know, eighty. What is it? Woody Allen said, eighty percent of success just showing up." He quotes his dad, Keith. Pistol, as, as his, he and his brothers call him, you know, saying 85% of success is just showing up. So for me, it's this morning, uh, uh, one of the ways I've been meditating on Scripture, I'm, rewrite, I'm, I'm just writing down the Gospel of John, just writing it down. Mm-hmm. You know, and that forces me to be very careful about each word and meditate. So just do that. Do whatever you got to do today. Um, half an hour on the bike. I I did my ab roll, or I did I did I'm doing some core stuff with a weighted ball, and just stuff like that. That's what I have to do today, and it's nothing mm-hmm. flashy. There is no glory in practice, but there is no glory without it. Mm-hmm. And so that to me, I'm just impressed. Ryan talked about. It. I'm just impressed with people who just plod. Mm-hmm. They weren't spectacular, and you're a well, plotter. Well, you I know, think, you're a plotter. Uh, you know, I've, uh, you bring up John. I th- People doing devotions is supposed to deepen your devotion. You know, if you're just, you're just checking it off the list, it's not working. And, no. and, I, and I, yeah. I understand what the, that is. That is intending to, to say, but for me, it is merely just um, every morning opening up the scriptures and moving through that melody of quiet prayer, scripture, quiet prayer, scripture, and it's the it's the quiet that is that is important there. It's the absence of a note that makes a melody, and and so moving through that and 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 not expecting. Um, some immediate manifestation of anything other than right. just um, I'm just sitting in it and uh, and there's that Mishnah that repeat that repetition that um, I'm just uh, 
just soaking it up and and the and the successes that I'm just doing it. Mm-hmm. And so for a leader, self awareness is so big for leaders. So with that, what am I willing to do? What changes going on? And then the next one comes in because you're facing this challenge. You're 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 willing to say I'm on a journey of change. That's what it is to be a leader. Is to be on a journey of change. You you cannot stay the same. To not grow is to wilt and die. So that other one becomes critical, and that is on the triangle. The triad of this is charge, and that is being able to answer the question: I am energized by what. And so they all, they, as you can see, they all tie in, right? Mm-hmm. They all tie in. And this one goes back to the next challenge you're facing, which is the next change you're going to go through and the charge. Uh, what I, 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 We speak about this. I was actually thinking back to a podcast we did in the fall. We talked about this to some extent. But the critical awareness for a leader to know what charges you up. Mm-hmm. What keeps you motivated? Mm-hmm. And I, I spoke, we spoke to the students last week about this. I said, is it a new pair of shoes, running shoes? Is it, is it kind of a new swing thought you have? Mm-hmm. Is it, um, you got a new friend? Because, you know, lions, otters, beavers, golden retrievers, the personality types we use in player's box, lions are motivated by, by progress. You know, I'm winning. Mm-hmm. Otters are motivated by people. Beavers are motivated by perfection, mm-hmm. right? and then golden retrievers are motivated really by persistence. In that, I'm helping the team. I'm 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 going through all this. So, for you, why is it critical that you know what keeps you going? Yeah. What What is it? What little keeps, things. What, keeps what are the going? little things that keep you going? What keeps me going? What's this? this the sustaining thing. It is. It is what sustains the world, and. It's, and it is uh, in Colossians, the energy, and the energy of Christ, which works so powerfully within mm-hmm. me. And I think part of my, I won't recite it here, but but Colossians one twenty five to, to two five, I and mean, that's just that's just me, and um, and that's the second sermon I ever did was on that passage. Was it really mm-hmm. those exact verses? <laughs> Be, yeah, I mean they, they work before, together. I mean, they, a little the, the bit idea is, is twenty five to five, but it was not um, a it was not a memorable sermon. However, so we won't. people never remember what you say. They never remember what you <laughs> preach. They only remember how they made you feel. That's exactly, right. you made them feel cared for. That's right. Um, but uh, so that that is for me my fuel. I think I think that's that's just you know just admonishing and teaching and and that. But I think uh, what drives me a motivation is. Um, Desperation. I think that's the word that most most. That's why I, ch- I most engage with an endurance sport, because uh, in, in mm-hmm. life is just outlasting. Ministry is outlasting, uh, outlasting the devil's work in a sense. And uh, so I, I, I'm just desperate to figure out a way at some point in my life where I think there's a new battlefield. And this this is a little simple, more specific, but I think there's a new battlefield. And I've been thinking through this, the battlefield that started in Genesis 3.15 and is, it comes clear in John 8.40-something um, for something like that, children of the devil passage. And then is, 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 Paul speaks to in Second Colossians, chapter, or Colossians chapter 2 and and it is this this there's we we think of spiritual warfare in binary terms it is only physical or it is only spiritual and it's nothing else but i think there is made obvious in this present age that that it is happening ideologically and that is something that that um draws my full meditation on those long runs um and that is something that i work through in colossians 
is how to engage in the ideology of this age, that it's the intellectual battlefield that we're coming to, that it's, that there's this, this, um, these lies and, and that we all tell ourselves from shame or from whatever, however you want to, you know, um, to see us spiritually or not. Uh, and that, I think that motivation that I'm, I'm just very desperate to find a way to, um, to engage with that. And, uh, so much so, I, I I read too much probably, but I just I just I'm so desperate to know, um, know a way to to problem solve this this these ideologies of self, ideologies of virtue that are just destroying all. Of and that our, keeps you going. It does, yeah, yeah. And so that's that's my um, that's my charge. But the but the sustain the fuel. Mm-hmm. Is 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 the energy of Christ, which works so powerfully within me? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, yeah. It's so cool because once you get charged by that grace fuel, you don't want any other fuel. Mm-hmm. You want to grow out of being a hybrid and, and burning on that fuel. Leader, today I challenge you to know. Okay, what is your challenge? What's the biggest one you're facing right now? Being able to express that and and being able to embrace it. Begin to embrace that challenge and just say, okay, and now with God's help and the help of those who support me and I support, I want to face this. Know what change that's being forced in your life and just lean into that. And what do you need to be willing to do to, to, to accelerate, to cooperate with that change? But know what charges you up and keep feeding that charge, right? Keep, keep charging yourself up with that battery, with that fuel, Know what those things are, because I do think they are mental, they are physical, some of those things, and they are spiritual. So uh, I was glad to have Austin with me today on the Leadership Podcast, and I hope this this thing I'm calling an energy triad, what keeps you going, what what keeps you growing, and what keeps you facing the things that life's throwing your way as a leader. Until next time on the Leadership Podcast, this is Charlie McMahon. Thanks for listening. Tune in every week as we continue learning and growing in faith, in life, and leadership. And if this has been helpful to you, subscribe and spread the word. And I will talk to you next week.